0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Martinis and Bikinis. So, my little teenies, today we have on a very fun guest. Say hello to Styled by Kim KJ, a.k.a. Kim. Kim is not only a full-time finance girly, but you've probably seen her all over your TikTok for you page, your Instagram feed. She has been killing it in the styling game, and she even has a series called how to dress like you're not in college, but not too conservatively. And I am obsessed. And I know that you guys are too, because so many of you have sent me her profile begging for her to come on the podcast. So I cannot wait for you guys to listen. I learned so much about Kim, her upbringing, and also just the hottest styling tips for the summer. So buckle up. This is going to be a really fun episode, all things fashion. So if you like it, make sure to share it on socials, tag Kim, tag me, tag at Martinis and Bikinis pod, and also make sure to rate us on Spotify. It helps more than you know, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to Martinis and Bikinis, the podcast for everything under the sun. I am your hostess, Veronica Trulia, and I am here to help you navigate your 20s through all things lifestyle, beauty, and fashion. So if you're ready, let's dive into today's episode. Hi. Hi. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I feel so bad. You got dropped off a few blocks away from my studio slash home and had to walk.
1: It was a nice walk. It's nice outside.
0: It is nice outside. I work from home,
1: so getting outside is important so that was good
0: (laughs) getting the like breaks in those little walk breaks
1: yeah yeah needed
0: well I handed you a drink as soon as you walked in and I'm starting this new thing guys where I'm actually going to be making the guests like drinks based on their preferences and what they like so Kim told me that she likes tequila and doesn't like anything super fruity I'm definitely not like like a sommelier or a mixologist I'm not the best at making drinks but I'm oh thanks (laughs) really I love it. So, we put like lemon, lime, tequila, we did Casamigos, of course, some tajin on the rim, and some coconut water. And I think that's it. Oh, I put a little bit of like elderflower tea oh, in it. I love elderflower yeah. tea. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, enough about the drink. <laughs> so, it was so funny. We actually met a few weeks ago. We got coffee/slash yeah. matcha at Tate. And I feel like we just linked over so many fun things. Like we had mutual friends that like kind of go to same events. And then that week we actually ended up at two of the same events in DC, which yeah. was so fun.
1: That was a crazy week. That was my first, I guess, some of my first DC events. So all back to back was funny.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like free food. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. my fiance
1: was loving it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just was just eating as much as he could. He was drinking. He's like, oh, this is great. You need a picture. Cool.
0: That is, like, so important, though. I feel like yeah. when you're in this whole creator space, having a partner that supports you is so important. Oh, my
1: gosh, yeah. He's He doesn't want – which is good because he doesn't want to be tagged. Like, he doesn't – he sometimes says, like, oh, I want to be in the video, but he doesn't want to enter the space, but he wants to, like, just be there with me at all these events. I think if I try to bring someone else, he would be like, no, no, I want to go. <laughs>
0: that is so yeah. cute. I love that. Well, it's hilarious because I had so many friends and – even people that follow me that were just begging to have you on the podcast and they were sending me all of your videos and I obviously had to connect with you. I love your videos. I have been using them as my inspiration for fashion and just, you have like such a cute like series going on and Mm -hmm. you do all these like really like fun styling videos that I don't even think about whenever I'm like actually putting clothes together. But before we get into that, I definitely want to just secure the roots and talk about you, where you're from, all those things.
1: Yeah, so I'm originally from South Jersey. I ended up here because I went to University of Maryland, and then I just stayed in the area. But growing up, I have two sisters. I have a twin sister and an older sister. We get mistaken for triplets a lot, and my mom looks exactly like us. And growing up, we were all... Into fashion too. Loved every. I mean, we all were the same shoe size, so we all borrow each other's clothes. Still, my sister comes and vis- visits me with an empty suitcase. So, <laughs> and we talk. We have a group chat, and we talk every single day. People think it's very unhealthy. Like, if I don't text my mom good night, there's a concern that I'm not okay because that's how much we talk. So, we're super, super close. But growing up, I was a little different than my sisters in that. I was always looking for something creative to do. We all were soccer players into sports. My dad was my soccer coach. And it was just funny because I was always like looking to get a sewing machine, begging for those types of things. I used to draw, like want to be a fashion designer, and draw sketches when I was younger. And then in high school, I was still playing soccer and realized like I want to do something creative. I taught myself how to play the guitar, started entering musicals, and... For the rest of my family, it was very funny because no one did anything creative like that. So you, do
0: you still play guitar? I don't.
1: I So I know how to. I, st- I didn't bring it with me through college and apartments because yeah. I didn't want to be like the loud playing guitar, <laughs> and especially freshman year. I'm like, I don't want to bring it to my dorm. And then people will be like, oh, so could you stop playing your guitar? Oh my gosh, that girl. No, I actually yeah. have a
0: guitar in that corner right there. Oh, really? I So my mom was a piano teacher and oh, awesome. I started playing guitar because yeah. I started to hate piano I was like just nope nope I don't want to do it anymore and I've traveled with it everywhere I've lived but I cannot tell you the last time it's came out of that case yeah
1: well then when you start over your hands hurt so badly so I tried to bring it back with me um a couple years ago in DC and I tried playing it my hands were killing me and then I just couldn't get back into it um but I did go one Two years ago, my fiance got me singing lessons for Christmas. That is so cute. (laughs) Because I used to sing all the time. And I I still was like, oh, I want to do something creative again. Like, I I work in finance full time. So when I went to Maryland, I was a finance major. And I I, I like all of that, but I was always seeking these other outlets. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was before I did any type of content creation. He got me singing lessons. And then I would kind of dabble in that a little bit, um, which is great, yeah.
0: I think it's so important to just have art wherever you are, whether that's playing the guitar, singing, or creating content, or even if you're not an artist per se, Mm -hmm. maybe having a night with your friends where you get canvases and you just like get messy. And I think it's just like that inner child, like creativity that really ignites a lot of people. But I think it's really cool that you have that like logical, like finance side, and then you have Mm -hmm. that creative expressive side too. That's super cool.
1: Yeah, I feel like you need both because I don't know I I feel like throughout my life too I was always seeking that kind of and I guess now looking back what brought me to more fashion I was always expressing myself through my clothes I always loved clothes and yeah you know it could be seem like superficial of what you're wearing but I think of it as like my self-expression I love to wear if I'm happy one day I'm wearing bright colors I think it's a that's the first thing people see, so it's a nice way to express yourself.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I realize that I have the weirdest closet ever. Whenever we had our closet sale last week, I have these crazy pieces. Like they're just really statement yeah. pieces, but that's what lights me up. It makes yeah. me so excited to wear it. And I am not a capsule wardrobe person. I yeah. wish I was. It would make my life a whole lot easier. Yeah. Probably spend a lot less money. But I think it's definitely like a type of art in a sense, just what you put on your body and, you know, what what you do with it.
1: Yeah, I try to avoid, especially in my styling videos that you brought up capsule wardrobe, I try to say just like essentials because I think capsule wardrobe, it became kind of a trend where then people were getting rid of every single thing in their closet and then they only had 20 items or less or I guess even like five things people would say, but... You lose all the fun in your closet. I made a video recently being like, did you build a capsule wardrobe and now you feel like your closet's boring or not fun? Like, you still want those pieces and incorporate them in. Mm -hmm. And and a capsule wardrobe could be different for everyone. It doesn't mean that it has to be a white tank and a a pair of black trousers. It could be, like, bright pink sequin pants that you just (laughs) love and you wear it all the time. So I think it's it can be tricky saying capsule wardrobe because people interpret that as like really boring or minimal and you could have a capsule wardrobe that's filled with all hot pink. Absolutely. I love
0: that. I have been buying sets recently so that way I can wear the top with jeans or I can wear the pants with a bodysuit. I feel like it's good to get just different pieces that you can ultimately pair with other things but It's okay if they're a little flashy, if they're something that you maybe only break out every once in a while. But I think that's so fun that you kind of started creating content because, you know, you have this like creativity about you. Mm -hmm. What made you like launch into content creation as a whole?
1: So I started posting on Instagram with the intention of styling people. So I was still, I still am in my full-time job in finance. And in October, 2021, I just I was always making, um, planning my outfits, taking stock photos, and then putting like the jeans, the t-shirt, and I was starting to plan any event that I had. I would make that for myself. And so I thought, why don't I do this for other people? I love doing that. I think it would be super fun. I had no intention of being like an actual content creator. Yeah. And I said to my, at first I was embarrassed, so I said to my twin sister, I'm like, should I do this? Is it weird? She's like, why won't you do it? Do it. And she said to call it styled by Kim KJ and then I was in New York with her and I posted for the first time and then I started getting a few clients styling people and that was the goal I didn't want to ever talk or Mm -hmm. make anything about myself it was really about the clothes but then slowly I started posting on TikTok and I would just do outfit of the day post and just to some music and slowly getting a little bit more confidence in that space
0: yeah, I don't think people realize that it's not something you just break out into. Yeah. It's a process. You know, you have to practice and you have to do that trial and error. And I think it's really cool to just build on what you've yeah. created. And you've done such a successful job at yeah. that. And I always love talking to people that just have a lot of success in the creation space, whether that be TikTok or Instagram, because they always say the same thing that you said that they did not mean to like fall into it, which is so interesting because I think it totally just expresses how authentic you are about it and that you're just trying to build a community and then it just like turns into something bigger.
1: Yeah, I I was just about to say, I feel like if you're seeking to be like, I want to be an influencer, you lose that authenticity of it. Whereas if you just start saying like, okay, I'm going to start sharing my outfits or sharing things that I love. And then naturally people are going to gravitate that because it feels really genuine, Mm -hmm. um, which is what I started doing. And then I, and this past October started thinking about, okay, what, what is my style? What do I want to say to people if I start talking on the staff, which I was very nervous to do. And that's when I made the first episode in my series, how to not dress like you're in college, but also not dress too conservatively. And that video got 5 million or something views. Whoa, that's crazy. And that had never, ever, to that amount. And then I realized I was like, okay, wow, this is actually connecting with people instead of just not talking, showing my outfits, which was fun. But now I actually was just talking with people, connecting with people and talking about my journey of my style in college was very different and being in your mid to late twenties and how that can be a little bit of a weird time finding your personal style. So that, that really is what made it a lot more fun to connect with people
0: too. I think it's so relatable because whenever I first saw that video that my, my, actually one of my followers sent me that exact video. I don't know if it was like the one that got 5 million Mm -hmm. views, but I know you've made it into a series, which is so cool because I resonated with it. I have been like trying to expand my wardrobe past college And we were talking about this the other day, but crop tops, for example. Yeah. So I think in college, I just thought that everything, every single shirt I had to own was a (laughs) crop top. And I necessarily, like, I didn't necessarily know how to style it, but there's a way that you can style it to be more adult-like, which you were saying. And I think it's definitely finding that, like, bridging the gap where you can find, like, a happy medium between that, like, college fun, like, hot style and now, like, being an adult and, you know... Yeah, making sure that you're not dressing like a grandma.
1: Yeah. Too. No, definitely. I am. I have commented back to people because sometimes I switch out the crop top in my videos. I'm like, I'm not anti crop top. I yeah. I show my stomach all the time, but I definitely do it in a different way. In college, the safety net was like my favorite pair of jeans that were tight, and then a little tight crop top, and I started realizing that if I do the cropped top with like a wide leg pair of jeans instead that those proportions are so much nicer and more flattering. Mm-hmm. So just finding that balance and in proportions instead of just needing to put on this little like tight little outfit, you can look a lot more snatched if you put on different
0: jeans. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's a lot of people out there that are like still dressing like they're in college, like in their like mid yeah. to late twenties, you know? So they're probably like watching your videos like, Oh my gosh, like, Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I need to switch things up.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, too. I'm I just turned 27, so it's not like I'm 23 and out yeah. of college. It took time and I think after college is when I definitely had that realization and th- the one thing that I think changed for me from college until now is also confidence yeah. in exploring cuz in college I I wanted to be on trend. I wanted to I don't want to deviate and wear something too weird, but I still wanted to look cool um so having the confidence to then try something new I did a lot of renting services after college like rent the runway and Mm -hmm. that I think was the best thing I ever did for my personal style because you don't have to commit to baggy jeans or cargo pants or something that is maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone and so that was super fun to have fun with my clothes rather than just being like oh my gosh I need to text all my friends and see what they're wearing and then copy the exact same thing that they're wearing so
0: yeah you get to experiment a little bit yeah like I have my newly order right there yeah, yeah I've been exactly. doing that a lot recently because I've been going on a lot of vacations and yeah. I think it's good to kind of like mix out things and I only wear things yeah. maybe one or two times now just because yep. I do have those statement pieces but
1: um, I, I think I just bought a couple pairs of striped linen trousers I love I just got a pair from Zara I think I'll definitely be wearing those all the time as just like running errands with a white tank and mm-hmm. some flip flops. I have made a few videos on how much I love smocked dresses for summer because it's so easy to just throw on. You don't have to wear a bra and I don't know if that's necessarily a trend, but I just in summer I'm always gravitating towards like today I just went to go drop a uh, package off and I put on my smock dress and then I'm all kind of cute and dressed up without trying literally at
0: all. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that's like a really good hack. I always throw on like a sundress or something if I'm just feeling lazy and I don't feel like styling. So much more
1: comfortable than jean shorts. Yeah. I never go to grab my jean shorts that much, and I always want to grab like a linen dress or something super comfortable like that.
0: Yeah. I don't even feel like I grab jeans. I just... Denim on me, it has to be a really special occasion because I'm never comfortable in it, you know? And I think it's important to feel comfortable with what you're wearing. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So... What else? I feel like white, I love white. Oh, yeah. And you said and white toe, linen white, trousers. White linen. Do you feel like white is going to be like, it's always big in the summer, but yeah. do you think it's just like making like a huge boom? Because I feel like I only am seeing white, like yeah. white tennis dresses. Or I like-
1: love white with dark accessories. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite things to do in the summer. So like white linen trousers, a white tank, black sandals, black belt, black bag. That contrast I think is really awesome you could also do it with like a dark brown but that's one of my favorite
0: go-to's for the summer oh I love that I love that I've been seeing a lot of like the ribbon just sleeves I don't know how to explain that but it's like the two ribbons and you like put it in a bow and that's like the sleeves oh yes yeah I've been seeing a lot of that yeah but I like it I think it's it's cute yeah there's just like a lot of like interesting things going on this summer like yeah I've been seeing a lot of like the bows and like bows in the, the hair
1: too. Oh, the bows very in like the hair. feminine.
0: True, true. Yeah. Or the flower yeah the flowers are everywhere I know
1: um I I love the flower trend I do think it might be something we look back on and we're like why are we wearing like so the choker many flowers? yeah the like choker the black choker I think it's so fun but I definitely think it's gonna be one of those things that we look back on and be like we spend a couple months wearing flowers on literally everything um but I wore a dress in my bachelorette with a bunch of flowers and I loved it so I like the trend but
0: yeah, oh my gosh, your bachelorette, you were wearing like the coolest clothes ever. Yes. So, what are your tips for people that are going on bachelorette trips or maybe they're having bachelorette trips? Like, how did you find those looks? Because they were iconic.
1: Oh my gosh. And tell I, us more about the trip. Yeah. Well, I guess just planning the bachelorette, I have both my sisters are my maids of honor, and my older sister got married last year. My twin sister is also engaged. So, we're all like super, super organized. Um, we have an Excel spreadsheet that has everything. No down way. To, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And it makes it so much easier because we just – me and my twin sister did my older sisters last year and just had the same kind of planning process down and everything was organized to a T. Um, but with the outfits, I mean, I I looked so far in advance and just started saving as much as possible. I really – so one thing I ran into with the outfits is I wanted – it to be super special. I wanted to have a lot of fun and do some sequins and go a little crazy, but the week before, I realized I had bought this really fun skirt with a long train on the side, and then I bought this sequin bra top to go with it, and I put it on the week before, and I was just going very bachelorette vibes. It wasn't like me at all, so I had a little bit of a meltdown the week before. I'm like, oh my gosh, I went to Crazy. So then I, I ditched the sequin bra and just went with a white tank. And I realized it's so easy to get carried away with that type of thing and then lose your own sense of personal style when you have a big event like that. So the week before, I started paring everything down because I realized that I went a little bit too crazy, uh. that my outfits just didn't feel like me anymore. So... Definitely, with these events, yes, go. You should be do the most. I'm all about doing the most on your bachelorette. I wore a full sequin gown um, in Miami, <laughs> but you still want it to feel like you, and not that you're in a costume. Right,
0: right. You want to look back on the pictures and yeah. say, "Oh my gosh, I yeah. loved that."
1: Yeah, I felt that way with wedding dress shopping too. That so much of what I put on, I felt like I was playing dress up. And then when I finally found my dress, I was like, "Oh my gosh, okay, like this actually feels like something I." would wear instead right. of feeling like I'm
0: just like playing and having fun and just trying stuff on. Yeah. Do you feel like it's important to not feed into trends too much for just wedding styling? Yeah.
1: yeah I always knew I wanted, I, I think you can have, that's what I think for the bachelorette. definitely have your fun. And with my bridal shower, I did like big sleeves and I had more fun, but I always wanted a traditional wedding dress. My dress is pretty traditional I, I, yeah, some trends. I I, I get hesitant to say that because, I mean, I think with trends, I'm definitely no need to follow trends, but I also think if there's a trend that you are like, I absolutely love this.
0: I would die for this. Yeah,
1: I would die for this. Then I think it's different. But just really think about if it's a trend that you actually like or if you're just trying to follow the latest wedding trends because you're going to look back and regret it if you're just trying to follow exactly what... Sophia Ritchie's dress looks like. If now right. everyone goes and buys that dress and you're just doing it because she has amazing style, her dress is beautiful, but think about it, that's actually a dress that you could see yourself in.
0: Well, I think that's just what's going to happen. Everybody's talking yeah. about dressing like Sophia Ritchie, which is yeah. great. She has great style, yeah. but I think whoever like the fashion icon is at the time it just starts like replicating yeah. and everybody's kind of starting to wear the same looks things. The same, yeah. And I think it kind of goes hand in hand with content creation too. Yeah. If you start creating exactly like another creator, then it just kind of gets yeah. diluted with, you know, all the saturation of what social media is. Yeah. So it's really important to just like be yourself yeah. with whatever you do in life. I saw it's someone
1: say that if you're constantly copying people, then you're waiting for them to make their next move until you can. I mean, that's the same with style. If you're always trying to follow the main style icon at the time, if you, if you were a Haley Bieber stan and now all of a sudden you're Sophia Richie stan, they have very different styles. I like mm-hmm. both of their styles, but if you all day, all you wanted to wear before was the super, super baggy jeans and the little crop top like Haley Bieber, and now you want to be super sophisticated and those are only a few months apart to wear instead of actually figuring out your personal
0: style. Right. Well, even Sofia Richie, there's videos of whenever she was dating Scott Disick where she's dressing kind of Kardashian-esque and now she's doing this whole like old money style and, you know, even she's like that. So I think everybody has to find... And I feel like now she's like finding her personal style, but now everybody's copying it. (laughs) But yeah, I think you just have to find your own look. So this actually is probably a good time for us to play a little game. Okay. So... I thought since I have the queen of styling and fashion that it would be a fun time to play a hot or not with some of this summer's projected trends or current trends. So we're going to start with number one. How do you feel about long denim skirts?
1: I like them. My my friends tell me it's so ugly, which is funny. Um, every time I wear them, I'm like, oh, my God, what are you wearing? But I love them. I think they're fun. I like long skirts in general. Um, I, I prefer them with a slit.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah, I I still like them, yeah.
0: I know. I've been seeing a lot of, like, white ones with slits. Yes. And people are, like, putting belts on them. I think it's cute.
1: I think you have to wear a belt with them. Yeah. I don't know. It's The fit can be weird, and I think a belt is very important when wearing it with a,
0: have you gotten any?
1: Yes, I have. I have a white one with a slit and I love doing it. I like to keep them super simple because I, I think they're a statement in itself. So I really like to just wear them with a really simple tank and a belt.
0: Yeah. I love, how do you feel about like the whole like tennis style, just like the knitted dresses and I, I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of that.
1: Yeah. I don't, I think it can go costumey a bit. Yeah. So I, I like a little pleated skirt. I like a polo. But I think when you go into a trend like that, like how we've seen the schoolgirl kind of vibe mm-hmm. before with the Mimu, but be careful in just picking one of those in your outfit, like if you're going to do the tennis and you do a polo, a tennis skirt, sneakers, and you go full on you might look like you're wearing a costume and you're really playing into the trend. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if you just pull one piece from there and then kind of balance it out with maybe something edgy, something a little bit different to contrast that, um, then, then I like it. But I think just for that, be careful to not go a little too
0: costumey in it. I think the whole athleisure movement mm-hmm. is right up my alley, because yeah. during the day, that's all I'm wearing, but I just got these, like, tennis athletic dresses, yeah. which I think is cute, Yeah. but, yeah, I totally agree. I feel like sometimes I see people's Instagram posts of them posing on the tennis court, yeah. and <laughs> it just, yeah, it looks like a costume sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, how do you feel about, like, the chunky 80s jewelry coming back, like, big cuffs, like, the big statement earrings?
1: I like it. Yeah. I think it's fun. I... Yeah. I definitely think it's fun. I think it could be nice to do like a plain white tank and then some big jewelry. I like the statement of that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel like it kind of adds to the outfit a bit. Yeah. So we kind of talked about this already, but 3D florals.
1: I love them. Like I said before, (laughs) um, I, yeah, I think it's going to be a trend that we might have gone a little bit overboard with, but I, I think it's really fun.
0: I have a friend, Caroline Ripa. If you've okay. seen her, she's yeah. based in DC. She has a clip-on flower, yeah. So I she's see just that. been putting it on, <laughs> on her dresses, yeah. like on everything. It's so cute. She yeah. can pull it off so well. But now I've been seeing these like wraparound dresses that have like yeah. a million of them on them. It's, yeah, it's gotten crazy. Yeah, but I think okay. it's cute. I think it's cute. So, raffia. I didn't yeah. know what that really was. That like the word. Like I yeah. was looking up stuff, and it's like that. Like straw material and yeah, I literally did not even know that that's what it was called
1: yeah I I like it I am in. I want to add a little bit more of that in my wardrobe I think it adds a nice texture to mm-hmm. an outfit um so you just if you have a piece with that and you're doing something really simple texture can make it a bit more interesting
0: yeah it's giving like Nantucket vibes yeah Hamptons vibes yes yeah I feel like like a little purse or... yeah doing that
1: in a bag I think that's a really nice I'm really looking for one for a summer bag actually right now, but I do think if you do a really simple white, all cotton, maybe, or linen outfit, and you're looking for some texture to balance that out, I think that's a fun addition. Yeah.
0: Side note, I love in your videos, it's so cute and precious because you talk about your outfit, and then you always end with like, and I added a bag.
1: <laughs> I, I did that by a mis- by mistake in the beginning. I realized that I I say things. My My, my mom asked me if I Say certain th- certain things for like continuity, and I I don't. Besides, obviously the beginning title of my series, but I don't. And I've realized the other day that at the end I'm like, and the bag." And it's like maybe so I should elaborate cool. on it a little bit, but yeah.
0: No, I love <laughs> it. I I always get like so like it's just such a like content feeling. I'm like she's oh so precious. <laughs> so asymmetrical hems.
1: Um. Yeah, I, I don't want to go back to the high – I mean, not necessarily asymmetrical, but the first thing came to mind was the high-low skirts and dresses. Yeah. Definitely don't want to go back to that, so it could be teetering a little bit on that. But I like a really silky dress with an asymmetrical hem. Like
0: it has to be the right fabric.
1: Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: like I had like a little silky orange like strapless dress. And the bottom was an asymmetrical hem. I didn't even really notice. It was like very subtle. I like it in silk. Yeah. It's
1: just really, it's really feminine. Right. So it's delicate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little slit almost. Yeah,
1: I'm big into, I love asymmetrical tanks and tops. So I just think it makes it a little bit more interesting. So
0: where are your favorite tanks from? That's something I'm looking for.
1: Well, for really cheap, I go for the Brandy Melville tanks because mm-hmm. I have a bunch of them. They're really inexpensive.
0: Those are like the best ones I've heard.
1: Yeah. Um, but I also love Everlane recently. I got a few tanks from there and I, I just love them so much. And Skims. Yeah. Skims is great.
0: I have this. I'm going to Miami Swim Week next week. I was oh. just telling you about yeah. that. But I have this Ronnie Cobo skirt. Oh, yeah. It's so... It's amazing. I've worn it before. But it's see-through, but it has like little like black stitches and crystals. And I'm thinking about getting like a black skims like yeah. underneath, like underwear situation to put under. So, yeah. That's
1: what I wore under my sequin dress and my bachelorette. So
0: that's like a good rack. Yeah. 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 Like any undergarments skins. that are going to be show yeah. and get All skins.
1: undergarments, <laughs> skims are so
0: good. Yeah, no, that was yeah. so cute. Okay. How do you feel about bows? Like, I know we already kind of touched on this, but like bows in your hair, bows on your clothes. There's, like, that Amazon dress right now that everybody's getting that has, like, a million bows. I yeah. don't know if you've seen that.
1: I, I, I don't want to say no to these things because if you like it, wear it. I don't think I'm a bow person necessarily. I'm thinking about the bows in the hair. It feels – every time I have tried to do that, it doesn't feel like me because um, it comes off a little bit preppy. Right. Um. But, yeah, I, I don't I don't hate it, but I don't know if I would wear it.
0: yeah. I think if I were to wear a bow in my hair, it would have to be the daintiest little feminine it was bow. was really ever. silky. Yeah. And black probably. Yeah, black. That, that was in yeah. my head. I was like visualizing <laughs> like that. A
1: black one,
0: yeah. Yeah, not like a hot pink no, uh, bow going on. No. Or like those like little baby bows. I remember even in middle school, like people were still doing that.
1: Yes. It does <laughs> the give big, me chunky a chunky bows. I went to Catholic school and there's a lot of like headbands and bows. Mm. So that gives me that type of vibe.
0: Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about like the like remix bohemian vibe like the coachella crochet like i feel like coachella is always a really good indicator of what yeah. trends are gonna be and i've been seeing a lot of like not like complete crochet but mm. it's like the rope materials and all that stuff
1: i like a tighter crochet i don't know if that's the right way to do yeah. it when it's really holy i don't love it that much but i love a crochet dress yeah. i think they're so cute Um, but with the Bohemian stuff too, I, I feel the same way about not making it seem like costumey. Like there's a time and place for the Coachella and doing a crochet top, but then something maybe with a little bit different on the bottom to edge it up a little bit.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. So my last one, utility pockets.
1: Yeah. I like it. Um, I have, I have cargo fans and a cargo skirt. I I did a video on them too, and I I think people when styling them, my one advice is that they already are really busy, so keep it simple with everything else because um, they are they're not just cargo jeans. To me, aren't treated as regular jeans. They're they got a lot going on, so let them be the statement piece. Right?
0: I love that. I love yeah. that. So I have a random question for you. Yeah. Have you ever heard of, like, the color matching? Yes. I have been wanting to go to this woman in Arlington for so long, but have you ever done it? No, I have not done it. We should go together.
1: I want to do it, but then I think I'll get a little bit sad. Like, what if they tell me black isn't my color or something? Yeah,
0: I I kind of feel that way too.
1: Yeah, what if you get some results that might limit you? But I do, I have seen people do on celebrities, like I've seen Blake Lively in Gold is, like, amazing and then they'll do another one you're like oh like her skin tone doesn't look as bright and it is so obvious so maybe I'd want to know but I also think I'd be upset if my colors that I wear all the time aren't like I love green if yeah. they told me I didn't ha- green wasn't my color I'd be upset oh yeah.
0: I know I feel like that's like a big color this summer too I love that? green it's yeah, my favorite color it's so pretty yeah
1: I always gravitate I I have I'm adding a little bit more color to my wardrobe and green is always the one I'm always picking
0: up. What like style of green? Is it an emerald green or a sage green? Yeah. Or any type any of green. Any green, I guess.
1: <laughs> Not a lime green. Not like a really, really bright green. I a guess pro green, a deeper yeah. green. But I did notice that I had a lot of green and a lot of them were a little bit different. So I was trying to match and having a hard time. like, I need to start buying the same type of green.
0: Yeah. So what do you think is like the color of the summer? Oh my gosh.
1: I mean, was white a bad one to say? Because no. we were talking about it, but yes, I think a lot of people are going to be in
0: neutral, white head to toe. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. So, if I like or a styling client of mm. yours, walk me through that. What would that look like?
1: Um, it depends. I mean, and are right, you still doing that? I I've done it. I have had one client in the past three months, um, I, but I do, I do it very rarely. It has to be someone that. I need to have time to yeah. do that with my Your job. Your premier service. <laughs> yeah, well, with my, my full-time job, um, I'm also studying for the CFA. Oh, yeah. And then I also am doing content, so I don't have as much time to dedicate to it. And even the one I did in the past, I I would have liked to put even more time into it. Um, so I, I don't do it that often. But, I mean, it, I, I have a little questionnaire that sometimes I would send about, like, what what type of clothes do you gravitate towards normally so I can get a better sense of what you're always pulling? Like, is that a blazer? Is that, are you always just in like jeans and a cute top and you're looking for some more alternatives? So recently what I did with my last client, I make a PowerPoint and I did, she really just wanted a lot of basics too, and everyday outfits to go to. So I'll make a PowerPoint with first, all the essentials like if you don't have this in your closet you need to add it to your closet because you might she she was like I don't I feel like I don't have anything to wear so you need these things in your closet and then I did which I think is fun because I always talk about having like outfit uniforms and it makes it easier to get dressed like if you're having a bad day you're going to dinner with your friends and you're running late I always have like the jeans and a blazer is like my I feel very comfortable in that outfit so I did that with outfit uniforms but doing like athleisure and doing a biker shorts little white tank and a button-up and your sneakers doing the smock dresses and flats so having those kind of go-to outfits um
0: yeah. and a first date a first date yeah. uniform is yeah. so important. I ta- I've talked about this before. Yeah. I have this like little black slip dress that I wear to every single date because yeah. if we're going somewhere casual, I can throw sneakers on it yeah. or I could like put like some strappy heels if it's like somewhere like mm-hmm. a little nicer. Yeah. But I think it's so important to have. Yeah. I think uniforms are essential. A first date
1: outfit is, so, is so important. Yeah. Because then you're nervous already. So... You have that outfit in the back of your head. We all have bad days, so having those. I like to have fun with my clothes and try things different, but you always have those days where you're like, oh, I hate everything I don't know what to wear. You need to have that outfit for each season. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So tell us how you met your fiance.
1: We met in college. So we were friends, actually, since freshman year of college we met, and we didn't start dating until – right before the end of our senior year. So we were friends for We love a friends to lover
0: story. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, I set him up with friends. We were no, yeah. really we were just completely just friends. It yeah, was just platonic. Yeah. Until the end of college. Wow. Yeah. And then we both stayed in this area, so it was, it was easy after college.
0: Oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah. So what did you wear on y'all's first date?
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we went to, I mean, if anyone went to the University of Maryland, we went to Azteca. It's just like a Mexican place. Yeah. There's a, there, are, now, University of Maryland has changed a lot, and there's nicer places to go, but that was like a nicer place to go at the time. I don't remember what I wore at all. I probably had to wear jeans because it was not a nice place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> jeans and a crop top
1: yeah i definitely jeans and a trendy zara top the college um, uniform
0: i love it yeah. so where are your favorite places to shop right now
1: i love dish because they're talking about linen i love all linen stuff from dish
0: reformation I wait you just Refor- went to a dish event in new york yes. how is that oh my gosh, it was that. so
1: fun it was they're australian based so they did this gifting, sweet. You got to try on everything from their new line, which was so fun. I met a few people that worked at Dish. It was really cool. so
0: cool. Yeah. You should be really proud of yourself. Well, like a yeah. like pinch me moment, I bet. Oh my
1: gosh, it was so cool. It was so fun. Oh my
0: gosh, yeah. I love that. So are you going to any more events in New York, you think?
1: I, not anytime soon. So it was definitely... A, I, my sisters live in New York, so it was fun to go up and then had dinner with my friends and my sisters in New York, so... It was fun to make a trip of it. But, that's so
0: fun. Yeah. Do you get to go there a lot to visit? Yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. It's really so easy to get there. It's like yeah, four it's like, hours.
1: Uh, my parents live in South Jersey still. So if I drive, I'll make a pit stop, stay at my parents for a night, and then go up there. So it's easy.
0: Speaking of like wedding planning and things mm-hmm. like that, how is that going?
1: I It's going great. I so my sister got married last year. So we're all kind of in the, when I got engaged in the wedding planning mode, I got engaged two months before her wedding happened. So I think I got engaged in July. My wedding was planned by the beginning of September. I only looked at one venue. I had like a very, I'm not that decisive of a person, but when it came to wedding planning stuff, I just made a decision very quickly. I knew I wanted to get married in a tent really bad and that I wanted to get married at the church I grew up going to. So that really limited the options. Because <laughs> um, I was like, oh, I need it to be in South Jersey or Philly. So my venue is in a tent in a park in Philly. So it's still in the city, which I really liked. Because I didn't want to go all the way out somewhere that I didn't have a connection to. Yeah. To get that tent feeling. So it was, we, me and my fiancé went to one venue. We're like, great, done good and made a decision. I, you have to make decisions and move on or it's going to eat you alive. Like the smallest decisions of like, what are your bridesmaids wearing the morning of? And they can, and or just even flowers, they can take over and make you so stressed out. So... Just order something and forget about it.
0: Right. Yeah. Go with your intuition. Yeah. Go with your gut. I love that. Yeah. It's so funny that we had that South Jersey connection because yeah. my dad's side of the family has a place there, so I've grown yeah. up going there my whole life, mm-hmm. but it's super rare for me to tell somebody like where it's near and they actually know what I'm talking yeah. about because <laughs> there's so many little towns within South Jersey yeah, oh my gosh. Slowly. and it can be really rural. Yeah. So did you grow up in like a more rural place?
1: Um, I guess there's farms near us. I mean I lived in a development, so it didn't feel like that rural. Right. But yeah, there was definitely horse farms and yes. all that around me.
0: Yes, coastal cowgirl. Yeah.
1: I was we were also <laughs> Another trend. twenty yes. It was also twenty minutes from Philly. So it was still close enough to the city that we, we if you go further
0: south you're really in farmland. Yeah. No, Philly's such a cool city, too. I feel like people yeah. don't talk about it, like, as much as they should. Yeah. And then there's places like New Hope, which is, like, super yes. cool. Yeah. It's yeah. so nice. I've been, like, wanting to go back out there. I haven't been there yeah. in a hot second. But they have, like, so many cool restaurants. And mm-hmm. I think that's where the Hadids live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah. this whole, like, Jersey, New York, D.C., mm-hmm. like, East Coast vibe. Like, there's so many fun places. And yeah. it's so fun to be able to, like, travel to all of them because mm-hmm. – growing up I was in Louisiana you know yeah. you can go to like Texas maybe yeah. like your most convenient space but I feel like here it's like you can go to Boston you can go to New yeah. York you can do all the things yeah and I think it's really cool how like all the styles are very different like yes so New much. York compared to DC very different, so different. like how and would you Boston. compare the two
1: uh, so one of my biggest, I guess, like styling tips is to not be afraid to be overdressed. And that's been my mentality going in. So I definitely am overdressed in D.C. all the time. But Same. I want to wear the clothes that I like. And I don't want to just dress down in jeans just because everyone else is wearing jeans. Um, but in New York, you definitely have just so many more people wearing literally whatever they want, which I love. And you're walking down the street and people are in all different Everyone has so many different styles.
0: Yeah. Well, it's so funny because I'm moving there um, at the end of the month, which is so crazy. Yeah. But everybody's like, throw out all of your colors. You should Oh, wear black. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm
1: not I mean, doing that. I feel like not also conforming. Within, <laughs> within New York, there's so many different... Like when you walk in Soho, it's different than when you walk in other places in,
0: Exactly in New
1: York. So it is all super different. But no, I feel like in New York, everyone, it's fun to feel... Get dressed up to go anywhere. <laughs> I loved
0: your outfit that you wore to the Dish event, the all oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, stunning. It was so fun. It was stunning. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So I think it'll be good to just, like, end on this topic. So I know we talked about content creation, like, becoming yeah. a creator. What are your top tips for somebody that is maybe interested in pursuing content creation? And maybe they have, like, a full-time gig, and this is something that they're yeah. just wanting to start as, like, a side hustle or for fun or maybe it's something that they eventually like want to like gain an income from
1: okay my first is to be consistent and don't be afraid to post to no one I a lot of my friends have think that things happen did happen fast for me but it not really like I started in October 2021 and I didn't really see traction until like a year later anything go crazy and I was just super consistent and if you let the likes and the views and take control of everything it's not gonna be fun and it's gonna really mess with your mental state and so you gotta just be wanting to excited to share your outfits excited to create content and doing it about that you love and staying consistent with it and not letting a one video flop discourage you on that
0: yeah I love that advice I feel like a lot of people are struggling with that right now especially because like there's a lot of changes with social media happening and I think if you're just like providing value for two people yeah all that matters
1: And I I look at Alex Earl for example because everyone's like oh it was overnight and then people scroll to the bottom of her page and she's been posting forever so yeah you could have a video like I did hit five million like crazy and your life be a lot different but that was after a year of posting and trying to figure out what worked and what I wanted to share and then finally figuring out like okay I want to share this series and deciding what I wanted my page to be about yeah I love that yeah
0: well if you want to Tell the audience how they can be your friend, how they can stay in touch, keep in contact. Yeah. This is your time to shine.
1: Well, my Instagram and TikTok are at Styled by Kim KJ. Um, I also have a blog that's linked um, that I'll share different blog posts of like wedding guest dresses, um, which is styledbykimkj.com.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, thanks for coming on, Kim. This is so fun. fun. I feel like I'm ready to go online shop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, guys. And I will see you next week. And make sure to like, rate, and subscribe to this podcast if you liked it. And follow Kim for all of your fashion finds and styling tips. Thanks. Bye.